Welcome to the Million Pound Biller Coffee Break Podcast. These are short podcasts for you to listen to at a coffee break. Developed to give you some quick ideas on how to help you build your desk and business. Now, over to Adrian Mansfield, the Million Pound Biller for today's Coffee Break Podcast. Welcome to episode eight of the Coffee Break Podcast. Welcome to the Million Pound Biller Podcast. I'm Adrian Mansfield, and in my 20 plus years in recruitment, I've had a number of million pound years. I've worked in most of the major recruitment markets and in all sales roles within a recruitment agency. I've also run my own company and set up companies both in the UK and in several international locations. Recruitment has given me the opportunity to travel the world and see some of the best and worst places on offer, from Australia to Afghanistan and many more in between. The Million Pound Biller podcast offers those at any level in recruitment tips and ideas from me and my contacts, both inside and outside recruitment, but all from the coalface. Information and ideas that can be taken back to your day-to-day careers and put you on the path to a million pound year. The cornerstone of my success over the years has been my willingness to learn and develop my skills, something I still do every day. Now I'm offering you some of my ideas and thoughts that will allow you to squeeze the most out of your recruitment career, no matter what level you're at and where you're aiming for. Every journey, even one to a million pounds, starts with a single step. So let's take that first step together. I hope you have had a busy and fruitful week on your trip to a million pound year. This week in the UK has been half term and I've been doing one of my favourite jobs, spending time with my daughter. The world is tough at the moment and many of you in the UK and indeed other countries may feel that every day is a bit of a groundhog day with lockdown, homeschooling, etc. I fully understand that and I felt it too over the last few weeks. But I made a definite change this week as my daughter was off. I made the decision to take a break myself and try and break up my own groundhog day scenario. Whilst lockdown has meant we've not been able to do much in terms of outside things, we've been able to do some of the things that would have been more difficult to fit in around homeschooling and working, and with none of the pressure on time, etc. As the old adage goes, a change is often as good as a rest, and in the current climate, this was the best we could do, so we've made the best of it. While it isn't ideal, I found the few days have recharged the batteries, and I've definitely enjoyed it. Hope you two have been able to take some time off over the last few weeks to get out of the day-to-day, and that brings us around to today's first topic, in, not on, your business. We've spoken before about the fact that I've always seen my desk as my business, even when and if I'm working for an agency. You need to have the view that your desk is a specific business and make decisions that make sense for your business. I review return on investment for work you're taking on and look at the value of your time and ensure you're spending that time on things that will add value to the long-term income of your business. This is core to how I've always operated, and I believe it's been key of why I've been successful. That being said, the main risk with such a plan is that you're so focused on your business being successful that the business is so tied to you and your efforts that you spend too much time working in your business and not enough time working on your business. Working in your business means doing the day-to-day things of running your desk, calling clients, calling candidates, searching for leads, searching for candidates and making placements, of course. These items are key to your success and you won't get away without doing them day in, day out, of course. But like I've said this week, you need to take time out of your business day to day so that you can work on your business and indeed work on yourself. Working on your business is conducting things like client reviews, market assessments and looking at the future plans. One way to look at it is as though you're driving a car. The day to day tasks are the actions of driving the car, but working on your business is the process of working out where you're going. Following that analogy, the review of your plans in the short term, like for local trips to places you know well, You don't need to do much work on those trips. These types of travel typically happen whatever happens. A quick review of the best route and understanding what it wants to do when you get there, 
and maybe enough for you to get on and do that. So back to your recruitment business, this relates to the day-to-day, week-to-week plan formed from your overall goals. And then daily or weekly, you have a quick plan set up for what you want to do on that day to meet the goals you've set. Then your driving actions take over and you work in your business. Coming back to our analogy, working on your business is like going on a longer trip every now and again, although of course not so much during lockdown, we'll go on a big trip perhaps to visit family or even a long overseas trip. For these trips, much more planning will be involved, plans on route, review of items to be used or needed on the trip. And if you listen to your parents, you may even check tyre and oil levels before you go. Taking it back to our recruitment desk, every so often you need to step out from your business on a more formal basis and review things on a more detailed level. In these times, you'll review overall goals and perhaps make sure that you're on track for them, or perhaps even change them if needs be, or if the market has changed. You can also look at your market and start to look at what the future may hold for it. This can simply be a process of digesting the information you've gathered from your clients, or perhaps doing more formal research on the market. It also gives you time to check the tyres and the oil, and by that I mean look at you and your operations. Perhaps look at your skills and review whether there are areas you would want to improve on or get training in or to help you grow and develop as a consultant. The other benefit of these gaps and times when you'll spend time working on your business away from the day-to-day operations comes back to my note on my week this week. It gives you a break and allows you to take stock, to celebrate the progress you've made and the successes you've had. Too often we move from one action to another and we forget to celebrate the successes and look at the distance we've come. Take these opportunities working on your business to look back as well as looking forward. And you'll find that it helps when you get back to working in your business. As I said about myself this week, a change is as good as a rest. And I found that by doing these regular periods away from working in my business and instead spending time working on it, I find I am refreshed and ready to get back to the action. On to our second topic of the week, Ubuntu. Due to the UK lockdown, I've had a lot of time to catch up on some TV recommendations. One such recommendation was a series on Netflix called Playbook. Coaches Rules for Life. It's a really good series if you get the chance to watch it. One of the episodes features a famous US basketball coach called Doc Rivers, who coached the Boston Celtics amongst others. In the episode, Doc Rivers gives some rules from his coaching life that can be taken away by the viewer to use in their own lives. One of the life lessons Doc gives is summed up by one word, Ubuntu. As Doc explains, this word is from the Zulu language, And whilst it can't easily be defined into English, it in effect means, I am because you are. Apparently it is part of a Zulu phrase, which I'm not going to offend people by trying to pronounce. But actually, again, translated basically means, the person is a person through other people. We used to talk about another principle in sales recruitment when I started out. The idea was win-win. The idea that the best deals are the ones where both sides of a deal feel a benefit. Whilst I don't want to play such a phrase as Ubuntu, one used by such luminaries as Desmond Tutu and Nelson Mandela in their crusade against apartheid. I do feel that both have a similar ethos, and that by working with the good of everyone, everyone benefits. In the Netflix series, Doc goes on to share that he brought this idea to his basketball team, the Boston Celtics, as they started their run to win the NBA championship. The ethos became that, that the individual would only be a success if he helped those around them to be successful. And equally, that the team won or was successful not a result of one person's efforts, but rather as a result of the team's work, even by those who weren't actually playing. In their view, a person can only score 30 to 40 points in a game by the efforts of those around them, to open gaps or pass the ball, etc. So that whilst the person scoring may take the credits from outside, 
the views of the team, everyone needs to be accepting that success is a team thing. When I heard the word and the explanation for what it meant, my first thought was that fits very well to working in recruitment. We are in a business in which success comes directly from other people, whether it's your colleague in your agency or the candidates you select and submit, delivering an interview, or even your clients coming back to you with feedback. Our whole business is dependent on the actions of other people. There is only so much our own actions can do. We are, in the end, the product of those actions and also the actions of many around us. Therefore, coming back to Ubuntu, we need to be aware that what we do also has effect on the lives of others. That is obvious in some cases, just as it is the case when a player scores 40 points. When we place some money or solve a client's issues, that's an equally obvious action. But what about the player who didn't play? How do they add to Ubuntu? In the same way that those candidates who didn't get the job or those people who provided you information on your quest to open a new client, they added to the whole by small actions. Equally, we are part of a wider ecosystem, and the Ubuntu principle relates to more than just our direct recruitment activities. It relates to the help we can give to our clients and candidates that will go unrewarded with information on clients' competition or new projects, help with candidates on their CV, or even signposting them to a better recruitment agency to work with. These things may feel like they're not worth the time or effort as they don't offer an immediate return. But the concept of Ubuntu, and indeed my view on recruitment, is that these actions will provide benefits in the long run. We should be looking at our businesses using the goals that we're looking to get win-win or Ubuntu at the heart of what we're doing. By working along these lines, we will build long-term relationships with clients and candidates. And as I said on previous podcasts, the best way to get a million pound year is by building a strong long-term relationship. If anything is a win-win, then you being successful hitting your million pound year and your clients delivering their project goals, whilst your candidates are in great new roles that meet their personal goals. That is the very definition of win-win for me. So that's our Coffee Break podcast for this week. I hope you got something from it. I'm really enjoying discussing the outcomes of these podcasts with you on my social media channels. I'm at Million Pound Biller on Facebook and Instagram. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please subscribe, share it with others, and give us a review where you get your podcasts. And I'll see you again here next week.